0: Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 13. We're going to be looking at verse 18 through 38. So Jesus is now in the upper room. It is his final night with his disciples before his crucifixion. It is uh, the Passover meal that they are celebrating together in this upper room, and he's begun the meal in this Gospel by washing the feet of the disciples. And then he tells them that you will be blessed as you do this same thing, as you serve each other, as you lay down your life for one another. And then verse 18. I am not referring to all of you. I know those who I've chosen, but this is to fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. So this is really critical that you understand. Jesus is telling his disciples that anyone who receives them, and the message that they'll bring is receiving Jesus. That they will become ambassadors, that they will become representatives. And if they are received, Jesus will be received. And if Jesus is received, then the Father is received. Verse 21. After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, Very truly I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and asked, Ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? So it is pretty much universally understood by commentators that the disciple whom Jesus loved is referring to the author of this book, John. And so if we picture this, John is leaning against Jesus, reclining next to Jesus at the table. And Jesus drops a bombshell. One of you who I've spent the last three years with is going to betray me. Now, can you imagine how they looked at each other? It says they stared at one another. Oh, I'm sure. They're thinking, who is it? They all have their suspicions. Who do you think will betray him? So Peter says to John, John, ask him who he means. Verse 26, Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then, dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, What you are about to do, do quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him, since Judas had charge of the money. Some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival, or to give something to the poor as soon as judas had taken the bread he went out and it was night verse 31 when he was gone jesus said now the son of man is glorified and god is glorified in him if god is glorified in him god will glorify the son in himself and will glorify him at once my children i will be with you for only a little longer you will look for me and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new command I give you: love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. This piece of teaching from jesus is essential for you and i as believers in jesus to understand jesus uses strong language here he says a new command i give you he he's very directly speaking now to the disciples and he's telling them the command that he gives them now command is a strong word A command coming from God, a command coming from Jesus, the Messiah, the Lord, the Savior, the one whom they watched calm storms, the one whom they watched give sight to the blind, to heal lepers, to raise the dead, says, I'm commanding you this, love one another. And then he defines it. He says, as I have loved you, that's a whole new level. As Jesus has loved his disciples, he says, love one another. And then he says, this is the way you will be known as my disciples. If you love one another, it's not going to be by their lingo. It's not going to be by their clothing. It's not going to be by, from their abstinence of sin. It's not going to be from the miraculous power that they work. It's going to be by the way they love one another. That is the way the world is going to be able to recognize whether or not they were disciples of Jesus, by the way they love each other. And that is the same truth, the same reality for you and I today. The world will know that we are followers of Jesus, not by how many books we memorize, or how much scripture we know, or how many Bible studies we attend. Those are all good things, and we should do those things in our pursuit of discipleship, of becoming like Christ. But those are not going to be how the world recognizes whether or not we are disciples of Jesus. The way Jesus told us is it's going to be by the way we love each other. Now, Jesus said that the disciples didn't know where Jesus was going, and they couldn't come. And Peter doesn't like that verse 36 simon peter asked him lord where are you going jesus replied where i'm going you can't follow but you will follow later verse 37 peter asked lord why can't i follow you now i will lay down my life for you then jesus answered will you really lay down your life for me very truly i tell you before the rooster crows you will disown me three times. So Peter makes this very bold statement. He says, Lord, wherever you're going, because he's he's believing that Jesus is now talking about his death, he says, where you're going, we'll come too. We'll die with you. We'll die right alongside of you. And Jesus says, will you really lay down your life to follow me? And then he tells him the truth. Before morning, you're going to disown me three times times. Peter is famous for this kind of bravado um, where he makes these declarations in the moment of excitement. He's quick always to respond and yet here in this situation Jesus corrects him and he tells him no Peter actually the truth is you're not going to die with me you are going to disown me. Think about how difficult this would have been for Peter to hear and how difficult this would have been Uh, for Jesus, Peter's close friend to to recognize, to realize that his own friends were going to abandon him when he needed them the very most but oh the love of Jesus that he would willingly, knowingly walk into what was about to happen that he would do that without his friends by his side that he would go through what he's about to go through because he loves you so much And he's called us, his people, to love each other the way that he loves us so that the world will know that we're his disciples. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for how you love us. Thank you for what you did for us. Thank you for what you're doing for us. Thank you that you've called us, God, um, to live a life of love and that you empowered us to do so by giving us your Holy Spirit to provide the fruit of the Spirit into our lives. Lord, I pray today that we would be known by how we love each other, that we will be a people of love, that we will bring love into this world that so desperately needs it, and God, people would see your love in us as we care for and love one another. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.